Welcome back, Literary Slummers, to another Meow Meow Monday episode of Shelf Aware. And Black Star saw the sign, and it opened up his eyes. He saw the sign. J-Pop's gonna drag you up to get into the light where you belong. <laughs> I'm Frump Star, I think. Yes, I yes. I think I'm Frump trash Star. Trash Star. I'm Trash Star. <laughs> this book was wild. Hell Yes. <laughs> This was great. Well, I kind of read this book like I read it on the on the way to and from a destination that we had driven to over mm. the holidays. And I when I went back to type up my notes, I was like, this all happened in the same book, though. I know, like wild. I thought I read three different books for for this recording session. But no, it was just two. Um, but this one was all over the place. It was. It went so many places. Uh, so much stuff paid off. Yeah. And. So many mysteries set up for the next book. Loved it. Set it up was for the great. next arc? Well, that, uh, yes, definitely. But I mean, yeah. like technically, at this point, we don't know if it's the next arc or the yeah, next. Yeah, technically, book. you guys, you guys um, uh, don't know. So we'll pretend we don't. We'll know. pretend we don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it it was also like I've complained. I think in the past about how these books are kind of like seemingly very religious in a way that weirds me out. Um, and I found this one to be quite atheist in its, uh, sort of explanation of things that are happening, especially if they go on to pay off. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm J-Paw brings that out in people, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and I mean like J-Paw invented God. So like, that's wild to me. Yeah. Uh, And I'm kind of obsessed. J-Paw is is God? (laughs) Question mark? Um, yeah, I guess we should say we read, uh, this is the fifth book in the Warriors Power of Three series of Warrior Cats mm-hmm. called Long Shadows. Yes. Um, always by the Aaron Hunter Collective, but I think this one was written by... I believe this was a Cherith joint. Mm. Yes, special thanks to Cherith Baldry. Yes, Cherith has written some bangers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think also Cherith and the one other one whose name I can't remember right now did like almost all of the first few arcs. I think they bring in some other ghostwriters a bit interesting. later. It'll be interesting but to see how that changes. Yeah, things. there's definitely a lot of Cherith uh, kind of running running the show at this point, I think. And I guess is... that's why, yeah, we like them so much is because yeah. she had a lot of control. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so it was uh, great. Loved it. Yeah, One of my favorite Warrior Cats books thus far. Yeah, I think if you have someone who's like, hey – I like to read Warrior Cats, like, would I be interested in that? You should, like, direct them to this book because there's, like, there's time travel. There's Mm -hmm. the beginnings of a murder mystery. Mm -hmm. There is so much political intrigue. There's Mm -hmm. kind of some soap opera-y bits to it. Like, Mm -hmm. everything is in this book that someone could be interested in reading about. (laughs) I think this book's only failing is that it took us two and two-thirds arcs to get to this point right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like if this had been warrior cats all through book two or arc two i would have been like yes love this series absolutely Um, arc one i think we kind of were like yeah this is good middle grade stuff it's like the prologue arc yeah and then but then arc two i think we kind of felt it was like what is this it's not going anywhere it was going here Mm -hmm. it was going here but we just couldn't see that and it's hard to read six 350 page books 
in the hopes that one day they'll be they'll good. pay off in another like what 1200 pages yeah, but i <laughs> i really liked this book i thought it was really fun mm-hmm. it was a journey we are finally i feel like really leaning into like this is a fantasy series uh-huh. like okay yes they are cats that talk to each other and have a society and where they yes. can do medicine and stuff i get it yes it's always been a fantasy series but now that's like no they're like this is yeah fantasy yeah which also helps me in my you know atheist ways of Mm -hmm. moving it away from a religious sort of thing into just like fantasy because like it it, there's just ghosts in this one just ghosts show up in the real world (laughs) wild absolutely (laughs) wild uh (laughs) and also like yeah i don't know this is this is a little bit of i thought like was going to be butterfly effecty. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you remember that movie, uh, but I was like, "This is." I, I mean, know, I, I coming suspect full it will be butterfly effecty in future arcs. Yeah, yeah, I think we'll, we'll have see. to see. I don't know. I don't know, but uh, very excited to talk about this book and the one you're going to be listening to in two weeks. Yeah, so stick around for that, please, and thank you. Um, but I guess, I guess we don't have any other, we don't have any segments up top. It's, no, we let's can just get, into, get into, it. into it, I guess. We can just let's talk about these cats. Talk about these cats. Okay. Prologue. I didn't mind this prologue this time because you know why? Mm-hmm. We get so much Star Clan lore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the prologue starts with Midnight, the Badger, from the previous arc. I don't know if we've talked about Midnight we yet. We have a bit. In this arc. We have a little bit. Okay. Midnight is back. She's here meeting with the OG Star Clan. We have four cats, one named River, one named Wind, one named Thunder, one named Shadow. Do those sound familiar to you? (laughs) Uh, But they're all meeting and they're like, hey, what's going on? And Midnight's like, hey, I'm the one that gave Saul Saul all the information he has about the clans. Uh, he came to me asking questions. I answered every single one, LOL. And the cats are like, the Why? fuck? Why yes. did you do that? <laughs> These are, we, you, a badger, we we trusted you with our secrets and you blabbed them to the mm-hmm, first person mm-hmm. that asked, the fuck? The cats are best. Midnight works in mysterious ways. She truly does. She's like, hey, not sometimes knowledge isn't power, which wow. is very deep. interesting. Deep. Very deep. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then those four cats leave. They're like, we can't right now with you, Midnight. <laughs> we got to go. And who shows up but Rock, our favorite oh, ancient. Boy. Yeah, our favorite ancient deity, Rock, which very funny. I'm putting ancient in quotation marks in case you're wondering. We'll get to it. But I did have to laugh when it when the timeline of this is revealed. I was like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do need to talk about that. <laughs> These just ancient for, cats. For uh, listeners' sake, we can now say that there are, like, definitively, at least as of this book, four distinct groups of cats, right? There is yes. the ancient cats, which were the cats that are from this lake a long mm-hmm. time ago. The original lake. The original lake cats of uh, some connection to other cats, perhaps, we will get into. Um the mountain cats, who we were mainly in the last arc, but have shown up a bit in this arc. The forest cats, which are the group that we are following. And then kitty pets, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then kitty pets, there's also loners and things like that. And there might be more and distinctions amongst there. And maybe two like cats. Yeah. Um, 
but there's a lot of distinctions there maybe in the next book but as of right now yeah uh, they're just all kind of grouped together right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um but yes so so the ancient cats are their own distinct group that was rock and um falling leaves falling leaves thank mm-hmm. you uh who was the guy who got lost in the caverns that uh poor J-Pool buddy he was. just he just drowned he had a rough time he did it was very sad some would say not a good experience um, we have a lot to talk about when we get to that section because I have so many questions. I have so many questions about mm, mm-hmm. just everything. So yeah, I have theories. <laughs> I have theories. I, yeah, most of my questions are just like, why? Why? What? <laughs> when will we learn more about this? Can we? <laughs> Is this? Huh? <laughs> uh, so we—that's the prologue. We we are now back with our cats. There is su- still some tension. Uh, because Shadow Clan, well, obviously, you guys remember, we had the big, the big cat fight where everyone was killing everybody, right? So there's tension because of that. And then also because Shadow Clan has rejected Star Clan and decided they're going to side with Saul. Saul. I keep saying Saul. He they seems sometimes like a say Saul. It, they sometimes say it as Saul in the audiobook. Because I, I listened to part of this in the audiobook at regular speed because I was actually uh-huh. enjoying it yeah. um, and didn't want to hurry through it. And I will say, this doesn't have anything to do at this point, but I do think I know why you don't like J-Paw that much. Mm-hmm. The, the voice. The His voice, voice is terrible like in the a little audiobook. shit. Yeah, because like, I was like, oh, this is not how I picture J-Paw's voice at yeah. all. It so, very much clouded my judgment of It's him, very, very annoying well in the audiobook. And I will also say... Uh, Lion Blaze's voice, kind of hot. <laughs> now do you see? <laughs> and I mean, it's all the same same uh, narrator, but like he's he's doing he's like putting a, on the voice. He has much, a lot of them in his arsenal does. too. He's, he really he's quite does. good, I will say. I mean, like Sylvester Stallone aside, um, <laughs> great stripe and storm for her done dirty man. <laughs> oh my god. We'll have to see if uh, Graystrap, Graystrap, Graystripe's new batch of kits is going to have that same affectation. Oh, I really hope so. I really <laughs> hope that is hereditary. <laughs> um, Hollyleaf, who we know has such a hard on for the warrior code, mm-hmm. she is determined to save Shadow Clan. She's like, if we don't, they were going to destroy Thunder Clan uh, because, like, what's to stop them? From right. just attacking us or stealing our prey or stealing our kits. Like, there's, they have no honor. They're just a bunch of rogues now. Um, and this was the first time that I was like, yeah, okay, I can see some utility in Hollyleaf. Like, I think yeah. that this was good. This she's was, passionate. She's passionate. And she's thinking strategically. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, it's coming together. We're going to see what her gift is at some point. Yes. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> uh <laughs> Holly Leaf, Lion Blaze, and J-Pod decide we should sneak over to ShadowClan. Let's just spy a little bit, see what's going on with them. Just like, you know, eavesdrop, figure figure out what the vibe is. Mm. And they find Saul talking to the clan. He's like, hey, don't listen to Star Clan. They're just a bunch of dead cats. What? You, who should you trust? Yourself. Yourself alone. And Black Star's like, yeah, yeah, everything you say. So good. Chef's kiss. No, love that. Love that for me. (laughs) Uh, But they also noticed there's a lot of resistance in the clan still to Saul, like particularly Little Cloud, who was their medicine cat, obviously. Uh, And um, Tawny Pelt and her kits. They're kind of like, yeah, but but Star Clan, though. So there there are still some cats. I point out that this is 
uh, essentially a uh, capitalist intruding in a socialist society. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, That he's like, you need to fight and hunt for yourself and fuck everybody else. Mm -hmm. As long as you're fed, you're good. And we see the effects Mm -hmm. of this immediately that the kits and the elders are beginning to weaken. Um, which will obviously eventually lead to a worse system for all because if you aren't taking care of everyone in your society, then eventually that becomes a problem and becomes a drain on your society, right? So, I mean, I think it's really a poignant political statement. I think so. I think think I'm changing political parties to warrior code. (laughs) Me and Holly Leaf over here. Right? Now that I've seen it as more of an economic thing and less of a religious thing, I'm like, "Mm, yes, I do see your point, actually. Yes, yes, I approve. (laughs) and you know some parts of warrior code are kind of like up in the air still what really is warrior code but i'm sure we can figure it out along the way (laughs) um so j-pot as they're as they're watching um saul talk to 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 uh oh my god i'm losing my words as they're watching saul talk to shadow clan j-pot has this vision of a badger coming to him and he is frightened and he kind of interprets this as them being in danger where they are. He's like, holy shit, a badger's going to come attack us and or shadow clan. We got to go. So they head back to thunder clan. And when they get back, he kind of takes a chance and he tells Leafpool about this vision. He's like, Hey, uh, I had a warning from a badger. Maybe I'm not quite sure what it means. You have any insights? And she's like, Hey, have I ever told you a little story about a badger named midnight? Um, and so she she does she tells him all like the highlights. She goes into like, hey, she's at the Sundrum place. Your dad and some other people went to go look for her. And then um, she also helped us fight off some badgers. At which point, like Leafpool gets really sad, and Jay Paul's like, why is she so sad? Like, fuck badgers, right? As we all know, that is where Cinderpelt died. Sad, um, and also where Leaf uh, Pool had to abandon her love in order to return to be a medicine cat yes so Best a lot of conflicting in the whole emotions. series fucking crow feather <laughs> yeah she does not tell that part of the story um but we and, as warrior cats readers we know. yes we suffered through those six books to be able to tell you now today <laughs> um and so jay paul's like well let's go find midnight it sounds like she's got a lot of answers she sounds really wise uh, and Leafpool says, well, we don't have the warriors to spare right now. There's too much tension between the clans. Like, what if Wing Clan attacks us again? We cannot. Okay. So we move on. Lion Blaze, he feels a strong urge to continue practicing his fighting moves. So even though his siblings are like, hey, you seem kind of like you're invulnerable and will never lose a fight. Lion Blaze is like, no, like something inside of me saying practice your skills. And I don't know what it is. He definitely wants to avoid tiger star for help at this point he's like that guy is probably no good for me no good absolutely no good but you know who might be uh my mentor ashfer my old mentor maybe he'll practice with me right oh this was upsetting this was very upsetting uh <laughs> they the two of them they do a mock fight but it's very vicious so even though they have their cloths sheet they're like really going at each other um, and, and doing like finishing blows and stuff, getting knocked around and Firestar sees this and he is so angry. He's like, what in tarnation? You must stop. You Ashford, you are an adult. What are, wh- why did you cave in to this young man's young cats? Uh, please. Um, and they're like, Hey, sorry, we'll never do it again. And then Lion Blaze starts having these very troublesome dreams about killing Heather Paw. 
very brutally. Very upsetting. Very yes. worrying. Just like drowning in her blood. It's yeah. everywhere. More blood than a cat's body can contain. It was very like, dark. This is some real MRA shit. Yes. <laughs> Lion Blaze, please get therapy. I don't know if Leaf Pool <laughs> is qualified or if you even would want to talk to her. But I like... would I would say probably not from Leaf Pool would be. <laughs> She's got I don't some know. baggage. I don't too. know what reason, but she's got a lot of baggage. Might be I don't difficult know, to look at that with an unbiased eye. You, know? <laughs> you should have followed your heart. <laughs> Honestly, I think probably here's here's my argument for J Paw. Uh huh. Uh huh. I'm reading him as when a I'm therapist, him, or just like in just general. in general. And I think okay. he would be a good therapist for her bro- his brother, actually. Yeah. Um, I think that his attitude can come across as a little shit, but I'm reading it more as like haggard doctor at this point where it's like he does really care for his patients but he's like why are they so fucking stupid and i really enjoy that vibe yeah j-paw definitely growing on me here in the last two books a lot Mm -hmm. he's got this like no like i just all of these regular cats i'm i'm a cat (laughs) chosen by prophecy to be more powerful than star clan all these normal cats getting in my way asking me to do stuff for them what in the what in the world but he's not, he doesn't have the same issues as his siblings, right? No. Where, like, Holly Leaf is very, like, sort of hung, hungry for power, hungry for, not not necessarily, I think, like, um, hungry Holly for Leaf, rules and rigidity. Yeah. <laughs> Holly Leaf is, like, hungry for structure. And uh, Lion Blaze is, is hungry for power at some points. And he has to, like, yeah. deal with that. And he kind of has dealt with that, I think previous to this point i don't think mm-hmm. j-paw really ever has the vibe of like i want to be in charge he just very much yeah. feels like i have this power i don't know what it's for but obviously i'm supposed to do something with it and it's annoying mm-hmm. that no one will no one will uh, tell me everyone anything. keeps getting in my way yeah exactly yeah yeah i think too like because he was like kind of the first one to be like hey we're in a prophecy so he's mm-hmm. had a lot of time to sit and think the about process, what that means yes. for him and and lion blaze also he's like he's come into his power in the last book or two and he's kind of like yeah okay so here's my role in all this and holly leaf is still kind of unsettled with this like i have powers that are supposed to make me more powerful than star clan but nothing should be more powerful than star clan and i don't really like she's very unstable in her like insecure i guess i should say not unstable she's very insecure about and she doesn't know what those powers are and we're getting Mm -hmm. like hints at this point that she has some sort of uh, that sort of like leadership is mm-hmm. somehow her power, but uh, nothing like there's there's one point I can't remember which book it's in, but she like has a thought about like how she could order these cats around and they would do what she wanted or something like that. Yeah. So there's there's this sort of like idea of that somewhere in her there is this potential to be this very powerful leader, but mm-hmm. um, that's it's also comes across as quite troubling at times. Yeah. She would be like. <laughs> I cannot I cannot separate her from like the idea of her being like a, a, a an evangelist on TV, you know, mm, like yeah. spouting out words about the warrior code. But I think and that people she, would listen to her and follow her. I think that evangelists on TV generally don't actually believe what they're preaching. Yeah, that's um, why she's so powerful. It's because she yeah. does believe. I think she does honestly <laughs> believe what she preaches. Oh, but, for like, sure. It, it, it comes into conflict with like how things actually happen in the real world right which is that's like a very mature theme right of like how to deal with your convictions when your convictions do not bear out in the real world Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they're either not practical or like 
they're not the kind thing to do sometimes mm-hmm. to stick to your principles. And she kind of has to face that. Yeah. I'm talking a lot about <laughs> about Holly Leaf here, and it's not really going to be relevant to most of this book. Sorry, guys. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Holly Leaf, very interesting character study. Yeah. So then what happened? Oh, Millie and then one of the kids comes down with White Cough. Everyone's a little bit stressed out about it. Leafpool sends J-Paw out to get some cat mint because White Cough can very easily turn into Green Cough. I don't know what either of these diseases are supposed to be, like what their real world parallels are. But I do remember a few books ago, maybe when when like they were first worried about the weather changing or something, Millie was like, don't worry, I'm vaccinated. I won't get sick because I used to be a kitty pet, right? Mm. But then here she is, the first one sick. She's patient zero. She really underestimated the yeah. uh, power of Maybe you're not up to viruses. date now, Millie, yeah. since you ran away. I don't know. <laughs> um, I, I think it might have been some specific thing that she was vaccinated against. Maybe? I can't I don't remember. remember. I'm certainly not going to look it up. Absolutely not. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so Leaf pulls like, J-Pod, go out and get some cat mint. It's, it's becoming very late in the season for this. Like, it is Leaf Bear is upon us. So Jay pulls like, I'll try. They go to the catmint plants and they have all been trampled by the fighting Ugh. that happened in the previous book. Devastating. There's this is the only catmint on ThunderClan territory. And now they're like, what do? They kind of make the suggestion that maybe WindClan did this purposefully, mm-hmm. which is fucked up if they did. That's, That's extremely a war crime. fucked up. Like they can they can go join Leopard Star for, with that shit. Mm-hmm. They were pillaging. They were like, "We're gonna come through and make this an unlivable territory." We are we are going to take away your medical supplies. Yes. So really justified what happens. Um, Millie's case of white cough then turns into green cough because they can't find the correct herbs. So basically, just treating other symptoms like fever mm-hmm. and uh, you know. I guess stuffed noses. I don't. I don't really know. Um, but they can't treat the the virus that is actually causing the symptoms. So everyone starts getting sick. A little bit. Um, not triggering necessarily, but uh, maybe triggering for everyone who's lived through the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. As we move on to the third year of twenty twenty. Leaf pool, she's like, Well, I can't, there's no way I can leave the camp now. Everyone's getting sick. Jay Pog, you're gonna have to go to the medicine cat gathering on your own. I'm too busy. Um, Jay Pog goes, Little Cloud from Shadow Clan doesn't show up, which everyone's kind of bummed out about. They're like, We at least thought he would keep the faith. And Jay Pog, like, he knows Little Cloud is, but can't say anything. Like, No, I saw him, I saw him fighting against Saul, but um. They're, they, they just, they, they're all really sad about it. Um, and then J-Paw has a dream and Rock shows up and he's like, Hey, have you met my friend Badger? Her name is Midnight. Um, and Midnight is like, Hey, J-Paw, uh, I know everyone just read about this in the prologue, but wanted to let you know, I gave Saul all the information he has about the clans. Um, that was, that was on me. I swear there's a purpose for it. I'm not going to tell you that would be too much. Um, but it is Star Clan's task to restore Shadow Clan's faith in them. So just be aware of that. Um, and J-Paw's like, oh, hold on. I've got someone coming in on the other line. And then he beeps over and Ragged Star and Running Nose appear. They're, they're, the, they're an old Shadow Clan leader. I think like when the first like Firestar or when Firestar, Fire, Fire Paw first joined Thunder Clan, this was the Shadow Clan leader. Um, I thought... I might be wrong, but I think Ragged Star was 
Wait, was he the first? Or was he between Broken Star and Black Star? I think he might have been between Broken Star and Black Star. Because I think right after Broken Star, they went to a very old leader. Oh, that's right. And he, like, died immediately. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Um, Yeah, so he appears. (laughs) Question mark about when his reign was. But he appears. And Running knows who was the old Shadow Clan medicine cat. And they're like, please, J-Paw, you have to help us save Shadow Clan. And J-Paw's like, oh, why me? And they're like, I don't know. It just feels right to ask you this favor. <laughs> J-Paw's like, you've come to the right cat. No problem. I will solve this. He tells I his siblings. I am a fixer. I'm a fixer. Even worry. I don't know if you guys have heard, but I'm supposed to have the power over the stars. So you've come to the right place. Yeah, I got you, boo. <laughs> so J-Paw tells his siblings and they're like, we need to. And well, this is more J-Paw and Lion Blazer. Like, we need to create a sign from star clan like fake one for black star to see and make it like real dramatic so that he has no choice but to abandon saul and turn and come back to the 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 fold the fold, you need to bring the, him back the in. bosom of star clan yes absolutely he needs to come suck on the teat of the stars mm-hmm. once again he's been Get out in the cold sweet, for too long sweet star milk <laughs> the nectar of the star gods <laughs> Uh, Holly Leaf is like, IDK, guys, this feels like a violation of my favorite thing, the warrior code. Don't know if you guys have heard about it. Uh, fucked up what you guys want to want to do. And and at this point, we do kind of see her siblings start to fear her fanaticism. Like, they're mm-hmm. not afraid of her, but they're like, Holly Leaf, this is like, you're, you're going a little too hard for the rules right now like holly leaf is the like half sibling or step sibling that goes to dad's house on the weekend and comes back with chick tracks and you're like "Mm." (laughs) we gotta we gotta um deprogram this right now this is you're doing you're doing as much as you can yeah in in between visits but The the next day on a patrol tawny pelt and her kids show up to take refuge at thunder clan uh, so like they, they send a patrol out and they're like, ooh, we smell Shadow Clan. Let's prepare for a fight. But it's just Tawny Pelt. She's looking real raggedy. And I don't know if you guys remember, Tawny Pelt was originally a Thunder Clan cat. Um, as one of Tiger Star's kits, um, she felt like she no longer fit in once once Tiger Star was exiled, and so she left to go help him out in Sh- in Shadow Clan. Um, but now she's like, hey, I'm coming back to ThunderClan because ThunderClan, as we all know, is the best, most welcoming clan, the friendliest of them all. Um, and she I still has family in ThunderClan. And got yeah, and Brambleclaw's Bramble there. Claw. Yeah. Kin of her kin are there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, they, She's like, the, the, the direction that Blackstar, excuse me, Blackfoot is taking ShadowClan is not great. Hate it. Don't like it. Um, can we come chill with you guys for a while? And Firestar's like, of course, of course, I will never turn away. A refugee because Firestar is a good That's boy. That's his whole vibe. That's his whole vibe. Yeah. He is the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. Yeah. What's that little poem like? Bring me your tired, your bring poor, me your, your huddled sickies. masses. Yeah. To breathe free. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Bring me your sickies. Bring me your sickies. ThunderClan camp is Ellis Island. <laughs> Pretty much. It's amazing he didn't make them all change their names once they joined ThunderClan. Well, we've already, we've gotten over that with Millie. Millie and Daisy showed us a new way. That's true. Yeah. They don't have to assimilate as fully. We've learned that we're a mixed salad, not a melting pot. <laughs> um, 
Holly Leaf, Lion Blaze, and Jay Paul. I, I we need like a shorter a shorter name for these three. I don't. I hate calling them by their names. Like calling them the siblings is kind of lame. Hajul. The Hajul. 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 Lush. I hate that. You had to really pronounce the H though. Lush. <laughs> I made myself cough. <laughs> Alternatively, you could do Joel. I hate this. Yeah. You do? Yeah. Okay. Well. I'm Holly sorry Leaf I brought it. I'm sorry J-Pop. I brought it up. <laughs> the lush. I mean, the, the prophecy trio. Prophecy trio, yeah. Um, They're like, we should utilize Tawny Pelt's kits to help them plant our fake sign because they know about Shadow Clan. And uh, they seem really excited to go back to Shadow Clan someday. Like, one of them wants to be a medicine cat and, and is eventually promoted to medicine cat apprentice. Uh, and the other two are just like, we love Shadow Clan. Like, no offense, Thunder Clan. Uh, Shadow Clan, way better. Down for the SC. Yes. <laughs> so these kids are like, hey, come with us to this marshy area of Shadow Clan. It'll be the perfect place for our, our little plan because it's out of the way. There's like plenty of places to hide, whatever. Um, and they're like, what are we going to do? And Jay Paul's like, I don't know. Start digging up some trees and shit, whatever. So <laughs> they start like rooting up these trees so that they'll be really easy to push over. And then he's like, okay, now one of you Shadow Clan kids go to go to the camp and go get Little Cloud and Broken Star. Mm. So they do that. Um, and then when they arrive, J-Paw's like, okay, knock the trees over onto Broken Star. So he's trapped in the branches and he'll have to sit here and listen. And then J-Paw, who has covered himself in mud, rises from the muck and pretends to be a Star Clan cat. And he says, Broken Star, if you don't go back to worshiping Star Clan, the forest will fall. I think with this, he was trying to use the muck to remain unseen, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, Because I couldn't quite follow what was going on here because I was like, that doesn't make sense as like, that doesn't look star clanny. And I think at one point someone's like, I hope they don't see J-Paw. So I was like, oh, okay, I guess it's like camouflage sort of thing. Wild. (laughs) Yeah, I (laughs) imagine if you were like all of my all of my ancestors that are up in the up in the up in the sky that they're all stars. Are now like these mucky, gross poop monsters that arise from I mean, the swamp. This really could have gone a different way if they had seen J-Paw covered in the muck and been like, "But you're not covered in stars." And J-Paw had to improv and be like, "Yeah, we're actually we're in the ground." And Shadow Clan started believing in like Dirt Clan instead of Star <gasps> yes. Clan. And then oh they they like have this whole spinoff religion, and everyone's like, "Oh, the Shadow Clan heresy." We don't speak of that. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I. You know what? I I like this. They are there. been fun. The little garbage clan that loves dirt. I love it. Um, <laughs> delicious. But as J-Paw is like, no, for real, bro, the forest will fall. I promise you because I'm Star Clan. Broken Star is like, I don't believe you. But then actual Star Clan cats appear alongside J-Paw. They are Ragged Star and Running Nose. And Broken Star, of course, recognizes them. And Little real Cloud does. Real ghosts, guys. Real ghosts. This is a real, like end of return of the jedi moment right (laughs) they they cgi hayden christensen right in there yeah so weird so weird (laughs) (laughs) so yeah (laughs) obi-wan kenobi and and uh hayden christensen (laughs) yep 
Yep. They're just hanging out. Uh, and Broken Star's like, oh my God, I know them. And Little Cloud's losing his shit. This is really a sign from Star Clan. We promise, we promise, we promise to announce Saul. I'm so sorry, so sorry. Uh, kick him out of clan territory. Everything's fine. Everything's back to normal with Shadow Clan. Job well done. Tawny Pelt and her kids go back. Everyone is so happy. But Saul visits Hollyleaf one more time before he leaves the territory. And he's like, hey, girl, how confident are you that you know who the three cats of the prophecy are? And Hollyleaf's like, you're just trying to sow doubt. Fuck off. I don't need you. Get out of our territory. And leaves it at that. Real strong foreshadowing, though, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Green cough spreading rapidly through the clan. No catmint. What can we do? Uh, nothing, as it turns out. Leafpool does not want to ask the other medicine cats because then it would reveal ThunderClan's weakness. I'm like, yeah, but also, like, your weakness is really going to be revealed when you're all dead. Yeah. I so, mean, like, I can kind of see a point because it's like they just had this big battle and whatever, but as it progressed, she really should have just bit the bullet and done it. And absolutely. if she had done it earlier, then it wouldn't have been as big of a deal. Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, if they had gone, if Millie, if Millie was sick, just Millie and the kit, and they're like, hey, can we get some some leaves for the green cough? What would that have done? Everyone else yeah. would have been so healthy and would have fought everybody off, right? They could have just said the kit and everybody would have like been like, oh, fuck, we got to do it. We can't let it We got to do it for the kit. That's part of the warrior code, yeah. right? So I don't know. Questionable questionable decision on Leaf, Pol- Leaf Pool's part. But then J-Paw has a vision. And um, some of the dead ThunderClan cats, he's like, he has like this little um, – sneaky sneaky spy vision like eavesdropping vision on Mm -hmm. the dead thunder clan cats and they're talking about how they're afraid of the sickness running through the clan they're afraid for the clan is this the end of the clan and then these three maybe ancient cats i don't know who they are they show up these old ass cats probably yeah no clue who these cats are but they named them like we were supposed to know who they were they're like, oh, look at this Easter egg we're dropping. But like, maybe it's something in one of the spinoff books. I don't know where those maybe. fall chronologically. I think before we start the next arc, whether that's immediately after this or if we take another break, we need to look mm-hmm. into the spinoff ones and see where where those fall, so we can maybe dip into those. Yes, agreed. I feel like we're just there's like these. It doesn't really matter to the overall story, I guess. Mm-hmm. But it would be nice to have all the information if it's out there. You know how we are. We just need to know everything. Yeah. But their names are Bright Spirit, Shining Heart, and Brave Heart, and they show up. And two of the cats, Shining Heart and Brave Heart, stay with the Thunder Clan cats. I guess to just shoot the shit. I don't know how it works in Star Clan, what all these cats do all day long. But Bright Spirit goes up to J Paw and she's like, Heard you need some cat mint. Look to the wind, bro. What could that mean? Hmm. We look to the wind. Wow. And so J-Paw's like, maybe. Never has such a dense, uh, impossible to understand prophecy been made since the days of fire, fire will, will save, save us clan. all. <laughs> but what could it mean? What could it mean? What could it mean? Uh, but J-Paw uses all of his brain power and he's like, maybe, maybe we can wind? take it from Wind Clan. Wind, wind Clan? Maybe. Wind Clan. I think so, that's what they're called. He uses his special powers to enter the dream of the Wind Clan medicine cat apprentice. And the apprentice is like, hey, J-Paw, in my dream, you're asking really specific and pointed questions. But let me show you where the cat mint is on our territory. So, okay. <laughs> yeah. J-Paw's like, hey, Star Clan said I could steal. I'm going to do it. Um, so he has that vision. And then Firestar gets sick with green cough and everyone starts losing their shit. 
our leader, not our boy, not, not our, our boy, boy not our star. sweet, sweet fire star. Oh my God. Can you imagine? Jay Paul's like lion blaze. I, I'm asking you this because I know you're familiar with the tunnels. I need you to go to wing clan territory to get this catmint. I'm blind. Like I can't, I can't like make this journey on my own. I've never been there before. Like I can tell you what it looks like because of my vision, but I can't go. You're the one that needs to go. And Lion Blaze is like, no, thank you. No. I straight up refuse. I'm not going to tell you about these really distressing visions I'm having about my ex-girlfriend that I want to kill so badly because she betrayed me that I, at least I think she did. I don't know. Didn't stop to verify that. Hate her though. Would kill her if I saw her. Can't risk going to Wing Clan in case I do. J-Paul's like, you've doomed us all. Probably. (laughs) What the fuck, Lion Blaze? You were the good one. You were the perfect boy. <laughs> Why have you done this? Lion Blaze was figuring some stuff out. Yeah. But like we, how to not murder his ex. How to not, how to not murder your ex uh, that you that swear was a totally platonic relationship with. <laughs> um, <laughs> I hated this. I hated this so much. We spend so long with all of these cats so sick. Um, like... Firestar loses a life because he's so sick, right? Like, so the next part of this, Firestar invents quarantining. Hooray. Um, he takes all the six to the, all the sick, all the six, all, all the, the sick sickies. cats, all the sickies. He takes all those sickies because he is the Statue of Liberty. He says, bring me your sickies. I'm going to take them to the abandoned two-leg place uh, where I'll be in charge of administering medicine and food to everyone there because I'm their leader. I'm not going to abandon my sickies, Right. Uh, healthy cats just like leave things at the stoop don't come in we don't want you all to get sick this is the only way to save my clan firestar inspiring leader Love no him. notes perfect the only thing that could have been better was if he wasn't sick and said he would go because uh-huh. he still had lives to spare but yes. i also get how like that would technically be a bad choice you know because like you don't want the leader to die mm-hmm. but lion blaze killed him because he didn't go get the cat man. Yeah, he did. Lion Blaze, you <laughs> killed your grandpa. <laughs> I have words with you at the family reunion, young lad. Truly, when you go, when when Firestar finally goes all the way up to Star Clan and learns all this mm-hmm. shit that you didn't do to save his life, bro. Like, Firestar's our main character. What do we do? How many lives is he at now? Is that like his fourth life that he's lost or his third? I can't remember. I think it's his. It's either his fourth or his fifth, because I think we said he had five lives left at one point. Yeah, I don't know. When is the halfway point with him? Yeah, he died in the first arc once, right? It was just the one yeah. time to... Yeah, to Scourge. Butt. Or Blood um, or whatever. Scourge, yeah. And then, when did he die in the second arc? I'm trying to think. He died in the... Like, a log fell on him or something? Mm. Maybe it is just his third. I don't know. Can't remember. Maybe. Can't remember. Write in. Let us know if we're wrong. Because um, we're not going to go to the wiki. No, that's too many spoilers. Imagine Googling how does Firestar lose his lives? No way. No, absolutely not. He lives forever. In our hearts. Ugh. In our fire hearts. <laughs> we'll immortalize him in bronze. In our hearts. In our hearts. <laughs> we have real health problem. <laughs> <laughs> Little, just like that guy from the Operation Ford game. <laughs> Uh, yeah so he loses his life and as after he does <laughs> lion blaze is like oh, oh fuck i've done a bad like it's not the the sick dying kids that he sees that does it yeah, honestly yes 
Damn. The helpless children. Damn. Damn lion place. You're being it's a real dick about this. Has multiple lives to spare. But it's his grandpapa. Ugh. We also have to love that after after Firestar loses his life, they're like, Firestar, you're healthy now. You have to get out of here. And he's like, no, I'm staying with my cats. I can, I'm going to take care of them. staying with my sweet babies. Oh, Firestar. Perfect Firestar. leader. Like, no other leader. We, we have war criminal. Mm-hmm. We have backstabber one star. Mm-hmm. And, we, and have, we have um, heretic. Black star. Yeah, heretic, heretic black, black star. star. Disgusting. Like, yeah, there's no competition at all. Firestar, best boy, best leader, deserves to be in charge of all the clans if they ever form into one big clan. Mm-hmm. We can only hope. They have a special. They have a special s- seat waiting for him in Star Clan. <laughs> they're building it now. <laughs> there's, there's a special cat tree in Star Heaven waiting for you. <laughs> Always in the sun. Always. Always the perfect temperature. Fre- plenty of fresh kill just at your feet. <laughs> While all the sick, while the sickness stuff is going on, Jay Paul's like, you know what? Now's the perfect time for me to go out into the forest and commune with my stick. I haven't mentioned stick yet. This I need book. Need to go touch my <laughs> stick. I need to go to stick. <laughs> um, obviously he's desperate for help from Star Clan or Ross. He's like, maybe stick. he's desperate for his stick. He's- it's a real thing for stick and he's like maybe stick will tell me where i can find catmint since lion blaze is being a little brat <laughs> so jaypaw goes to stick and stick is like hey babe have i got a wild idea sends jaypaw back in time wow this was so fun guys this was so fun and out of nowhere like Just... who had this on their bingo card for no the power of three nobody no one nobody I thought surely if we were going to do this sort of time travel thing, it would have been like at least six or so arcs from now in a jump the shark sort of way where yeah, it doesn't make any sense. running out of ideas. But this was like, yeah, this makes sense, actually. <laughs> Absolutely. All of this stick buildup came, like, came, came to fruition? came to fruition. What? What? Stick mattered? <laughs> stick was, stick was important. Stick? And I hate that for stick. <laughs> Stick belongs in our heart next to the bronze next. statue of Firestar. <laughs> it's getting real crowded a lot in there, of health but issues I, I got room for book. a few more. <laughs> so he goes back in time and he goes back in time to the two fallen ancients. leaves. Anci- the ancient cats of, of lore, right? Mm. Um, I would say maybe tops 50 years he's 50 traveled years back in time. <laughs> I will posit. Here's my new theory. That's not like that's going to be in our serious theory, but just okay. like my theory about this. Yes. What we have learned from this is that this whole time, this whole series has been a post-apocalypse novel, right? And we kind of thought uh, that with the forest thing. Yeah. But like for the cats, this, for at least some of the cats, we don't know which cats, but there was an apocalypse, which was the creation of roads the coming of humans into Mm. formerly wild spaces right yeah and with a little bit of just just imagination (laughs) maybe maybe everything's post-apocalypse maybe this is actually taking place after a human apocalypse as well oh and they're like rebuilding their cities and whatever so this is actually 
taking place like 200 years in the future. So Could be. that's why we can't place where they are because yeah, the landscapes have the changed. Lands changed. So yeah. it's really like 250 years ago instead of just 50 instead years of ago, just which 50. is what it seems like. Yes. <laughs> I was, I was like, awesome. How <laughs> Jay paused thousands of years in the past, mm. right? Who knows what these cats look like? They, like, we've described Rock as being, like, this big hunched-over thing he's that doesn't make sense guy. to J-Paw. He's real ugly. I'm like, yeah, obviously. He's, Turns like, out Cro-Magnon just, cat. Rock was just fucking ugly the whole Rock time. Rock was just a fucking ugly cat. J-Paw gets out. So he's he's in the caves with Fallen Leaves, and Fallen Leaves is a ghost, and a new ghost. And he's like, hey, it's you again. I don't know how this is all working out. Fallen Leaves is a new ghost, but he recognizes... J-Paw, but J-Paw's no longer J-Paw also. Time doesn't matter to ghosts. Time doesn't matter. Ghosts live in all times. Mm -hmm. Always. I think this is actually true. Yes. They they exist simultaneously at all points in time. Ghosts can move through the fourth dimension. Absolutely. Simple. Simple Simple physics. Duh. Simple. Simple. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That's why they're always wearing old-timey clothes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because they just like that style. They just like that style. They go back there, specifically, yeah. all of them. They really, like, died two minutes ago, yeah. which is another problem. There's a dead body on your floor. But that ghost that's <laughs> in Victorian clothes, uh-huh. it just died. Yeah, it just died. Like, that was, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a freshie. Freshie. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, <laughs> J-Paw steps out of these tunnels because he suddenly he's suddenly in the tunnels of... of the trials the tunnels yeah um and everyone's like jay wing jay's wing jay's wing jay's two separate space wing again here really leaning into this prehistoric vibe of like the names of these cats rock fallen leaves jay's wing dove's wing like we get a lot of we also i mean it's interesting because it's not quite the style of the mountain cats because those are more like sentences or like yeah. like they have participles like, oh, and stuff you, in them if you translate this this n- native american word it means like a whole phrase in english sort yeah. of vibe yeah but these are yeah. these are like compound nouns essentially. yes mm-hmm. it's like this is what i saw and that's what i named yeah. you um <laughs> So we think we're way back in time. And then J-Paw sees like a fucking, fucking caterpillar car. bulldozer. And you're <laughs> like, like, oh, okay. All right. This is, this is still very uh, modern. Okay. Hmm. But anyway, well, the, the ancient cats of lore of, of the 1950s or 60s, maybe. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I am Best choosing, of this I am choosing to believe that this series takes place in the future so that it makes mm-hmm. sense that this yeah. would be ancient because even like even cat lives that's that's like uh like let's say a cat generation is five years right yeah so that's what like 12 generations of cats it's not many it's not yeah so i mean <laughs> you would, uh, what no like you can't you can't be I was like fully expecting J-Paw was going to be like, oh yeah, the monster's on the thunder path. And they'd be like, what are you talking about? There's no other paths here. It's just open land and trees and J-Paw to have a moment. But they were like, yes, yeah, the monster's on the two paths. Like what? Oh. No. <laughs> and I think at this point it's like the 
Thunderpath, that is a road, is being like constructed from like a dirt path that was like a walking road. But there are clearly caterpillars and like other construction equipment going yeah. around. I mean, maybe it wasn't a caterpillar. Maybe it was something a little bit more old timey. But yeah. it's construction vehicles. Yeah, like, they're yellow. Gang? So gang. Okay. <laughs> well, here we are. Here we are. <laughs> in the ancient before times. Um, J-Wing, J-Paw, as J-Wing emerges from the tunnels, everyone's like, oh, we're so happy to see you, J-Wing. You made You're it. officially a sharp tooth. Again, the prehistoric theme here. And Seems and- like it should have been a lot longer ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so... um. He's welcome back. He he they they talk a little bit about like this trial in the tunnels about how it's not supposed to be fatal. Like what happened to falling leaves was not supposed to happen to any cat. But Jay's wing, Jay Paw as Jay's wing was still down there for like a couple days. Like what is this trial? Like they they just like what throw you in blindfolded or you enter in willingly and then willingly get lost and wander around for two days? Like what is the trial? This yeah, isn't explained. I'm, I'm assuming it's like you have to go a certain distance in or maybe like you have to bring something back to well no because jay's wing doesn't have to do that but like you know like you have to be gone for x amount of time to prove that you were down there a while and i think that the thing is that like the tunnels have been flooding recently Mm. because of the construction so it's Mm -hmm. like and since obviously anyone who comes back didn't experience the flooding then nobody knows why they're just dying right so mm-hmm. it's kind of it's it is kind of scary. Like, yeah. If if I was a cat, I'd be scared. I'd be scared. Yeah. <laughs> if I was a cat, I wouldn't go in tunnels. Though I think. Well, I would definitely maybe. Be, if I was a cat, I'd be a kitty pet. We all know. Yeah. We all know. Yeah, I think same. <laughs> um, I like to believe I could be like a medicine cat or something, but oh we all gosh, know that I don't know. have the the focus in order to complete my medicine cat schooling. <laughs> And I'm too icked out by living outside. I don't. Yeah. I don't like camping. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that 24 <laughs> seven. Um, but we get these. We get these couple chapters of Jay's wing. Jay Paul living as Jay's wing, just like having a couple days here. Um, but a couple of very important days. Uh, with these with these ancient cats, wherein he learns that they are thinking about moving to a new location. Their their territory here is being disturbed by the two legs, by the construction. Um, I think like some badgers have moved in recently mm-hmm. and though they've kind of settled things with them, they haven't really. Uh, so they're like, we just we just gotta pack up and go. And and the 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 group is split. There's no like real structure here in the group it's kind of like how Saul was like every cat for themselves it kind of leans more towards that but they have like a a democracy where they all they cast the stones which means they basically vote on all their decisions and they kind of have a leader but then when the leader when the vote doesn't go with what the leader wants he steps down and elects a new leader it's very interesting um but Jay Paw is basically like, well, if you guys want to move, like, there's this place up in the mountains behind a waterfall. There's lots of prey on the mountain. You would be really safe. Like, I think it would be a good move for you guys. And they're like, how did you learn about that, Jay's wing? And, like, he's just like, I had a dream. It came into my dreams from our ancestors. And everyone's like, that um, happened? 
happens? What? That can happen. Like, what do you mean you spoke to our aunt? Like, cats don't just die? And j Paul's like, no, <laughs> they don't. So, um, so J-Paw, with, with J-Paw's insight, they cast their stones and it is a tie between staying and leaving. And the deciding vote comes down to, you guessed it, our buddy J-Paw, who says, yeah, y'all should fucking leave and go to the mountains. Um, and they do. They go, they go there and... Um, essentially J-Paw creates the tribe of rushing water. He, he leads the cats to the, the mountains. He's the reason the cats left the lake originally, which was like this question that's really been burning in his mind is like, why did the cats even leave? It's cause of J-Paw. It's cause of J-Paw. And it's also why the cats in the mountains, when he talked to their ancestors were like, oh, finally the one that we've been, the power of three, the one that we've been waiting for, why they care about this prophecy. Cause like. J-Paw set it all in motion. He invented them. Yeah. He told them as they were leaving, he spoke to their new leader and he's like, yeah. And when we get up there, you know, you can still talk to our ancestors and ask them for advice and you need to find a way to speak to them. And then Rock is like, all right, J-Paw, you've done what you've come here to do. You need to leave with me now. Which sucks because he had a girlfriend in the past. He had a girlfriend who loved him and he loved her. Well, he's like, I like that she loved me. I could make this work. Yeah. He's like, I could could definitely stand someone loving me unconditionally. I don't know if I love her back yet, but this feels nice. Um, And he's like, well, Rock, what happens to J-Wing when I leave? And they're like, J-Wing disappeared that night. No one ever heard from him again. Dang. I think they also kind of say that like J-Wing died in the tunnels in the first place. Yeah, I'm I don't know. Sure. Like, I don't know. Because he don't... does have that moment where he's like, you know how he had, there's like those scratches on the stick. And he's mm-hmm. like, one of these scratches is me. And that's yeah. fucked up. That's why I love stick. That's why I love stick. I've touched stick before. I'll touch it again. It. I'm on stick. <laughs> All about that stick. <laughs> um, but then J-Paw also has this insight. I don't, I don't, I didn't quite follow where it came from, but he just, as he's like looking down at the at the lake from after he he and rock have walked away from the tribe he's like looking back down at the lake and he's like we have come back the three have come home i'm like i don't know where that came from <laughs> but sure i mean I, I i like that sentiment that like you maybe lion blaze and holly leaf will also have time traveling experiences i think we have to assume that i have i have a lot of you know i'm not gonna say anything more about it we'll talk about it when we talk about our series all right good good to hear i have some thoughts so lion blaze he's like okay i gotta go get the cat mint now i've waited too long firestar lost a life that's on me sorry everybody he sneaks off to win clan he comes up out of the tunnels he takes a shit ton of cat mint he goes back down into the tunnels and guess who's there waiting for him but heatherpaw who is like, no, it's Heather Tail now. Thank you. Uh, she saw him steal the cat mint from WinClan territory. And she's like, yeah, who's the, f- the fucking sneaky thief betrayer now? And she berates him a lot. But then she's like, I won't tattle because it sucks that cats are sick. I'm the better person here. And then as she, as she says that, um, Lion Blaze has this vision again. He sees himself just tearing the shit out of her body blood everywhere standing in it basking in it enjoying this kill and then he comes back to himself and uh heather tail's like you're fucked up i don't know what's going on with you and leaves 
But he didn't do it. He didn't do it. He was very proud of himself for not. Good job. Good job, buddy. Slaughtering a fellow cat. (laughs) I mean. Small victories. You know, and we might find out in the future that that bar is lower than we think. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Like later on in this book. (laughs) Yikes. They administer the cat mint. The cats start feeling a lot better. Yay. This problem is now solved. Um, Leafpool gives J-Paw his grown-up cat name at the next medicine cat gathering because they can't let anyone, everyone know that Lion Blaze fucking stole this cat mint. So um, J-Paw gets to take credit and say, oh, you know, I just, I found it. I went really, 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 really far out in our territory mm-hmm. and I found it. There's no more. Don't go looking for any more. I took it all. And it will never grow there. It will again. never grow back. <laughs> all right. Um, so J-Paw becomes Jay Feather. There was a Cute. brief moment of panic where Jay Paw was like, please, I can't be Jay Wing. Do That's not say Jay Wing. Too close to right home. Now. Do not say Jay Wing. Jay Feather, adjacent to Jay Wing, yeah. but different. But different. different. And, and a it's a good, good name. name. Good name. Solid it's name. It's not for a, a squirrel flight. Yes. We're doing better. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have anything to do with leaves or spots. Yes, exactly. So. Exactly. So progress. <laughs> Thank you, Leaf Pool. Thank you, Leaf Pool. You've broken the cycle of abuse. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That is naming children after That's your after father's the medicine cat ex. we knew for three weeks. <laughs> um, and Jay Feather, he kind of notes as Leafpool is like giving him his name, like he's like, I feel so much love and pride radiating radiating mm-hmm. off of her. Why? Like this is this is too much. I it's too much, Leafpool. You need to. You're just my mentor. There were also quite a few moments <clears throat> in this book that was like. Leafpool talking to the the one deadbeat dad who we didn't even really know that this was a situation and him being like spider leg or whatever is like I don't know how to deal with kids you wouldn't understand Leafpool you're not a parent and you're like, just a medicine this cat. is very pointed <laughs> this is very cruel yeah well I mean knowing what we know knowing what we know <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah and there's a couple other moments like that that I was like I was because I know I've kind of been like, maybe, maybe they're not really Leaf Pool's kids. Maybe, mm-hmm, maybe mm-hmm. I'm thinking too much. But like, there were quite a few moments in this book that were like, Leaf Pool is mother. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, that, I don't know how you picked up on that in the first book. I was totally blind to it. I didn't see it at all. That doesn't okay. really, the whole thing doesn't get resolved by the end of the book. But uh, some of that prediction does come true in this book. Yes. So then we get we get to our big climax of the book. You think, wow, there's so many problems that they've already had to solve. This would have already been like three or four Animorphs books. Mm-hmm. I also had that thought as I was reading. What more could happen? <laughs> there's a big storm. Lightning strikes, catches some trees on fire. Uh, everything's Everyone's panicking. The cats are scattering. They can't stay in the camp because if they do, it's like there's no other way out. Um, Jay Feather, Holly Leaf, and Lion Blaze all get cornered by the by the flames. Squirrel Flight, though, she's there to save them. You know, despite the fact that she's recently been gored open, healing from her wounds, she's dragging over a branch for her kids to to leap onto and, and escape from the blaze. But then here comes fucking Ashfur. He steps on the blade or on the branch and he says, uh-uh-uh, you're not going to help your kids out of here. Squirrel Flight's like, what? Explain, Ashfur, explain. Uh, and Ashfur is like, well, remember how it, it you rejected me cruelly in the last arc? Do you remember that? Well, and well, Squirrelfight's like, you like, I get that you hate Brambleclaw, but you need to let it go. And mm-hmm. Ashfur's like, no, bitch, no, I don't hate Brambleclaw. I don't give a shit about Brambleclaw. He's a cool guy. I'm chill with Brambleclaw now. He's proven to be a good leader. You know who I hate? You, you. <laughs> you. 
and it would not be enough for me to hurt you or kill you. No, I want to. I want you to feel the heartbreak. I'm gonna kill your kids. I'm gonna make you watch your kids die. It's the most fucked up character in Warrior Cats thus far. Absolutely. Ashford, like, Tiger Star has nothing on Ashford. Even noted war criminal Leopard Star. I mean, like, she did some shit. But this This is is monstrous, doesn't make sense. You're going to get caught, bro. What do you think is going to happen after this? Because he he very distinctly is like, I'm going to have you watch your kids and live with that. So yeah. he's presumably gonna let her go unless and he he's wants got to see it happen. Unless yeah. he's got some sort of uh uh you know underground. Maybe he's got a tunnel bunker somewhere that he's gonna yeah, try he... to take squirrel flight to. <laughs> but like, no, I don't think so. So yeah, he's just gonna burn her kids to her kids to death, and then yeah. Just be like, yeah, and we're all chill and I'm not going to get in trouble for this. But he doesn't act in a way that I'm like, he's just totally unhinged. And, you know, he he's very calculated, but like not calculated enough. It's wild. No, absolutely. And there's also a reveal here that he could never have expected. Um, I thought oh, this is absolutely wild. The way that Squirrel Flight reveals mm-hmm. this information, because I was like, this is so mean. Um, but Ashford's like, I'm going to make you watch your kids die and you're going to be, you're going to be traumatized for the rest of your life. You'll feel the heartbreak I felt when you rejected me. Squirrel Flight's like, that won't work. And he's like, why? And she goes, they're not even my kids. So kill them. I don't care. I Brambleclaw doesn't even know. I fooled you all. I fooled them. I fooled Firestar. (laughs) Nobody knows but me and their mother that they're not my kids. This is so wild. And also... Like, you could have just said you don't care about them. And I mean, like, that would have been yeah. equally fucked up. But yeah, you didn't need to spill all the tea. You could have just been like, everyone knows that I wasn't a maternal. Like, I never wanted to be a mother. You know, you could have played that. But no, she's just like, mm-hmm. not my fucking kids. Not my babies. She's like, no, they're not mine. Kill them. See if I care. Because that's even <laughs> more. That's even more wild. Because, like, that doesn't make sense for Ashford to then be like, oh, obviously you don't care about these kids at all because she fucking raised these kids. Like, yes. This is yes. so. No. What? The logic doesn't track. It doesn't for all sense, intents and purposes, Ashford. they are your children. You are their mother. Right. Which. I know I'm I'm looking back at this series or not looking back, but reading this series as an adult, fully developed brain, like, mm-hmm. yeah, that part annoys me that they're just like, we forsake you now, which they're pissed. They're obviously they're pissed. They're pissed at their mom. This gambit works kind of. Um, Ashford's like, you're right. Okay. I won't kill your kids. Clearly that would do nothing to you because squirrel flight, you're heartless. I, I should have expected this squirrel flight after rejecting me for Brambleclaw. I should have known you have no heart. Uh, but I am going to tell the whole clan about this, this, uh, controversy. So enjoy that. And he leaves. He's like, I'm going to tell him at the gathering. I'm going to tell everybody's going to know your dirty business. Every single clan cat is going to know your dirty business. And Squirrel Flight's like, oh, fuck, man, this really, I did not see it going this way. Really thought Ashford would have kept that secret. (laughs) Why? Her thought being like, he doesn't want to just, you know, like fuck up Thunder Clan. Yeah, but also I I admire the fact that Ashfur realizes that he has to go to the gathering and like, yeah. put it all out there in order to get this out. Because you know, if he tried to go to Firestar or some shit, he would just cover that up. Because a yeah. because he would be like, it doesn't fucking matter who cares, which would be the right yeah. attitude. Who to cares have. who the parents are? They they yeah. Who cares who the biological parents right. are? They are Brambleclaw and Squirrel Flight kids. They're still my grandchildren. Yeah. Um, but like from Ashfur's perspective. <laughs> 
from Ashford's perspective, it would be like, oh, of course he's just going to cover for him, you know? Yeah. Like, try to mm-hmm. keep his lineage. So looking. I got to tell all the cats. Yes. So I'm like, you know, Ashford, you wild, smart. but. He's smart. <laughs> <laughs> so Squirrel Flight gets the kids out of out of the fire, and they're all like, wow, um, fuck you. I guess you've lied to us our whole lives. Um, doesn't matter that you did love us and raise us. And I get it. I, I, I it, this would be shocking to mm-hmm. hear in the, especially in the way Squirrel Flight did it. Very insensitive. Or she was just like, go ahead, <laughs> you know. And it wasn't that. It wasn't that cold and calculated. But she really was like, it that won't, your plan won't work because they're not my kids. <laughs> well, and I, I liked that. I feel like it was clear after the fact that Squirrel Flight was like. No, you guys get that that part was a lie. The, the me not yeah, caring about you Yeah, I do love you. And none of yeah. them are like, oh, she doesn't love us because she said that. Because I think that happens sometimes where, like, someone will be like, I don't care about that at them at all. And then that will be big mm-hmm. drama and everyone will be like, it's like, obviously they were lying to save you from the bad guy. Don't be ridiculous. Yes. But I like that that wasn't where it went with this. It was that they were all very upset about the fact that she had withheld this information from them, which like is. Their whole lives very mm-hmm. fucked up to do actually yes and especially to hide it from bramble cloud this is the one thing that i really mm-hmm. i really really hate about this whole situation is like why would you not tell bramble claw i his cooperation his knowledge about this could only help you mm-hmm. like it wouldn't have hurt his feelings i don't think unless you were like we're like not gonna have any more kits other than these three i don't like if that was something Brambleclaw wanted was an endless amount of kids. I don't know. I don't know his life. Um, but like Brambleclaw, I mean, you guys have so much trust issues. I know. Uh, that's that's like the heartbreaking thing, right? Because this is yes. so like similar to the last time that Squirrel yes. Flight chose not to trust Brambleclaw. And I mean, like that's mm-hmm. got to be tearing them up. Like why? I mean, you know, this is a little bit of spoiler, but eventually it comes out to Brambleclaw at least. Um, yes. But yeah, that is that's fucking rough. If your your spouse is hiding the fact that they're not, I mean, this is like Ned Stark he, all over again, right? Yes. Like, and I just I want to know what if we if we're ever gonna get this scene of like mm-hmm. how this went down. How did the mother hide the pregnancy? Mm-hmm. How did Squirrel Flight pretend a pregnancy? How like we remember we have this uh information from i think like the first book that's a squirrel flight was like away when she had her kits and it was in the middle of winter and they had to carry all the kits back to camp through the snow and yada 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 like this is this is like a this is a very well-developed scheme i Mm -hmm. i just it it could have done nothing but help to have bramble claw in your corner flight i don't understand yeah it it's I, I do understand why Squirrel Flight, like, as of the next book, I understand mm-hmm. why Squirrel Flight didn't tell Brambleclaw. I don't think it was the right choice, but I understand why she did it. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I mean, poor Brambleclaw, dude. Like, this is, this is truly MRA, but in a sad way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. But the fire dies down. Life has to go on, right? So um, a few days before the gathering, as we've said, Ashfur is like, hey, Firestar, can I go to the gathering? And Firestar is like, this isn't protocol, but yeah, I don't see why you couldn't. Like, I was, I usually wait till the day of to decide, like, who's pissed me off and who's deserved to go. But no, yeah, you can come. Um, each of the siblings and, and Squirrel Flight, we learn later, tries to talk Ashfur out of revealing the truth in their own special ways. Um, Lion Blaze appeals to his honor, like, you know, don't 
that's really shitty. Don't be a shitty guy. And Ashford's like, fuck you. God, and, and then, the lion plays in this, too. I mean, like, I know he did the trying to kill his girlfriend thing, but his relationship with Ashford is, like, also equally heartbreaking, I feel like, because it's, yeah. like, there should have been that mentor bond, and there really wasn't. And there wasn't, because Ashford hated him the whole time. Because Ashford fucking was planning to ice him the whole time. And remember how we, we had laughed about, like, Firestar assigning mm-hmm. Lion Blaze to Ashford kind of as a political move? Yeah. Like, oh, ouch, Firestar, you didn't think that went through. Here it comes to bite us all in the ass. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Firestar. I mean, I'm honestly kind of surprised Ashford didn't try to kill Lion Blaze, like, while they were training. At any other point, yeah. Yeah. I guess he could see how strong Lion Blaze Mm -hmm. might be. Maybe maybe Tiger Star had a hand in that, right? Maybe. I mean, we've theorized that Ashford... I don't think it's confirmed at all in this arc, but... unless Was it not in this book that Ashford was, like, Tiger Star was the one that told me... Or I, oh, Ty- yeah, I conspired with Tiger Star to send Firestar yes. down to the You're lake right. that morning yep. that Hawk Frost was going to kill him. Blah yep. blah blah blah. You're blah. Right. So yeah, we know Ashfur's in league with with the Hellcats. Ashfur is the the well, we know that Ashfur was the traitor that Tiger Star had. Yes, in the in last the arc. Um, yes. Whether or not he was still loyal to Tiger Star at this point, unclear. Mm-hmm. Um, Jay Feather tries to enter his dreams and pretend it's a sign from Star Clan to not say anything. He's like, Ashford, it is not Star Clan's will for you to reveal this secret. And Ashford is kind of like jumpy around Jay Feather, but doesn't really seem to take stock in this dream. Holly Leaf has a very like nihilistic approach. She's like, No, I uh I I can't talk you out of telling you or I can't talk you out of telling everybody about this secret because I know you're gonna do it, but I just hope you know that you'll be destroying the clan and breaking the warrior code when you do it. And Ashford's like, Holly Leaf, no one cares about the warrior code as much as you do. This was not the tactic to take with me. (laughs) So it's the night of the gathering. Um, Ashford doesn't show up and Squirrel Flight shows up, but she's late and soaking wet. And everyone's like, what happened to you? She's like, I fell in the water. MBD, don't worry about it. And everyone's like, ha ha ha, Squirrel Flight, so dumb. They head to the island and on the way, on the border of the Windclan and Thunderclan territories, they discover the dead body of Ashfur. And oh at first God. they're like, silly cat, must have slipped and drowned. Squirrel Flight did it. So maybe it was just that kind of night. Yeah, Ashfur did it too. It's a rainy night. Difficult yeah, to traverse. sad. But what can you do? But then upon further inspection, Leafpool reveals that Ashfur has a slice across his neck. Oh, my God. That could only have been delivered by another cat. They're like, was it a badger? No. no. It's not big enough a slash for a badger. Couldn't be. No. Homie only. was murdered. Murdered by another cat. By oh, my another God. cat. Damn. And that's how this book ends. Oh, it's so oh. good. It's so, so good. good. It's so good. Jesus. There's no right to be this good. I know. <laughs> Here, I'm living for it. It's great absolutely okay so let's get well let's do top cat really quick because i feel like we're yeah. gonna talk more about theories i do also just say here before before we get into top cat i did have a suggestion from a friend of ours that listens to the podcast mm-hmm. a friend of mine that listens to the podcast she said i'm very disappointed in you not using uh more cat puns than you do mm-hmm. she's like love the podcast but uh why don't you call it the meowst valuable puss mvp Meowst. No, yeah, for sure. Meowst valuable. She said pussy, but I shortening it to puss. Okay, I'm see, some artistic license. To I actually to puss. prefer pussy because okay, meowst valuable. The then puss was the part that I was like puss. Ew. That was me. I liked puss better than I liked pussy. No, 
Because then about- it's not too much, too much like moist and pussy, and yeah, I just that's true. didn't trust myself with those combinations of sounds. Most valuable pussy. Most mm. valuable puss. It's just that MVP. Meows. Okay, puss optional Y. How about that? We'll put the Y in parentheses. <laughs> but we have to say it. <laughs> we can, meows valuable puss uh, and parentheses Y and yeah. parentheses. That's yeah. a mouthful. Most valuable puss open bracket Y close bracket. <laughs> <laughs> we'll workshop it, but I do think that's a direction we need to consider. Mm, yeah, There's I agree. still time I for agree. us to change. Meows valuable cat. Per. Meowst valuable person. <laughs> okay. Meowst valuable person. All right. Who was it? Okay. Uh, obviously, J-Paw. J-Feather. Yeah. Oh, me. yeah. For sure. Obviously. For sure. Yeah. Homie did so much. So much heavy lifting. I would give a shout out to Lion Blaze because I found him mm-hmm. in immensely tolerable this book except for the murdering girlfriend thing which i think it like that's a pretty big like, well, mark against him it, it, it worked for his plot line for yeah, sure his, like his certain brand of angst uh-huh but like it it was a little off-putting i'm not gonna lie <laughs> yeah just a little uh yeah but no uh jay feather travel in time created the tribe of rushing water created religion um <laughs> Like, so many things. Yeah, he really was doing a lot of heavy lifting in this book. Yeah. Both found the cat mint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, plot-wise and just, like, character-wise, he's really coming so into stable. his own. Yeah. So stable. Loving it. Loving, Loving it. Loving that journey Let's for him. Hope he remains as cool as he currently is. We'll see. <laughs> um, all right, let's get into theories. Let's do it. How many Okay, yes. So, as always, we are batch recording. We have pre-written down our yes. theories after finishing this book. So we have we have written down our theories about what's happening. Apologies, mine are mostly question marks because mine are all statements. I thought that just I like, had Pow. this figured out. Okay, let's hear it. How many do you have? I have eight. Okay, I have five. So okay. why don't you why don't you lay some stuff down? And if I have something that goes with your theory, I'll say it. All right, cool. Um, okay, my first theory, most obvious one, basically confirmed at this point. But Leafpool is a trio's mom, and Crowfeather is dad. You know, oh yeah, I didn't even put that one. Yeah, that is just like to me. One, it fact. seems obvious. Weirdly though, it was the thing I was waffling the most on in the next book because I was like, mm. I kind of changed my theories a little bit at yeah. the beginning of the next book. But well, this series like really tripped us up. Like it was yeah. like we were kind of complaining at the beginning of like how you know uh, uh, a cat is just a cat is just a cat in this series, right? Mm-hmm. But um, no, everybody's this got one really real personalities subversive. now. Yeah. yeah. Um, my second theory: Soul killed Ashfur. Mm. that was i felt that's interesting that that they were going to try to have squirrel flight be kind of put on trial and would be the the main like red herring and that soul Mm -hmm, would mm -hmm. be revealed to be the actual murderer i think um i put this is my i'm gonna just read my series of question marks for this who killed ashfer main suspects for me are crow feather and squirrel flight and then I wrote, but what about Firestar protecting his daughters? Mm. Or maybe Brambleclaw protecting his mate like he knew all along and didn't tell Squirrel Flight that, <gasps> that he knew? That would have been good. Yeah, or maybe that it will, will be, be good, good because we can't say <laughs> what it, what the what really happens. And I said, I think it'll be a surprising answer. Mm. It was. Yeah. I was correct about it being surprising. Yeah, I would agree. Um, okay. <laughs> 
Hollyleaf's power will only be revealed at the very end of this arc, and it will be something mm-hmm. stupid like heart, but everyone will act like it's the most important one. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. was mine. <laughs> very frustrating. <laughs> uh, I have one kind of tangential to that. Tangential? I said, yeah. Tangential? Will, tangential. I like the genital <laughs> part of it. Tangential. Will Jay Feather's time-traveling powers ever come back into play? Was the, was the mm-hmm. beginning of this question mark series. Um, and will Holly whatever, because I didn't remember what her name was. and was too lazy to go back and look it up. Yeah, yeah. Will Holly whatever reveal any more power than the ability to be mad about the warrior code? Hmm. My guess is no. <laughs> <laughs> if Jay Feather also equals Jay's wing, who are the other two? I have three yeah. predictions that are kind of like building off of each other. So I'm just going to read okay. them all. Okay. The mountain cats are going to show up to return uh-huh. to the homeland now that the prophecy has been fulfilled. I felt like that one was pretty obvious. Um, it will be revealed that the forest cats, the main group that we follow, are yes. also from the same group of ancient cats, but they splintered off at a later date. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking it goes ancient cats to mountain cats. Mountain cats splinter into two groups. Some of them mm. go to the forest. Some of them go to the mountains. This is I'm because that makes a lot of sense to why yeah. like yeah. J-Paw is involved in the first place. And then all cats are reincarnations of ancient cats. Bracken fur mm. equals furled bracken. I'm calling that right now. Yeah. Oh. Um, I think that. Yeah, because that was someone in the. In yes. The, in the and I was like, I there's no reason to call a character furled bracken unless yeah, you are trying a, to be tricky mm-hmm. with names. I did not catch that. I do really love that uh-huh. theory. I think that yes. there's going to be some. This also, like, I feel like it would make sense why J-Paw's like, the three of us have returned. I think that there were, like, three cats that were, like, maybe the oldest of the cats and they died mm. and they have never reincarnated since then at the same and, time maybe. yeah 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 or even just yeah because you know, yeah. i i think that i think jay's wing is not the reincarnate it's like red herring yeah i don't think that jay's wing reincarnates mm. into jay paw i think that there are three other cats who are older like that, that become reincarnated into these three um, i like this idea too that like so we have our three cats kind of like I was saying, like re- never been reincarnated at the same time, mm. but each of the cats has had a very important yes. um, impact on, yes. on the cat culture as a whole, as we yeah. see like Jay Feather becoming Jay's wing and creating the tribe of rushing water. Like maybe the other two cats maybe also one of have them, similar. Yeah, maybe yeah. one of them splintered him off to yeah. the forest. Yeah, yeah. So like there's the three powerful, maybe they are bright heart shining brave heart shining whatever i thought of that too but then like how would they they be talking to j-paw if he is them right because well two of them didn't talk to him so but i mean like if he is one of them Mm -hmm. they shouldn't even be in that oh you're right that makes sense yeah (laughs) unless it's some sort of i don't know like but this would also go very far to explain why we never see cats older than like the last few generations in Star Clan because yeah, it's just the same just like recycled. 50 cats that are getting recycled all the time. Yeah. And I mean, like, there's like the nine lives thing with it. Maybe this is kind of out there, but maybe like once you become a star, then that's your last cycle. That's it. Right? You can't do it. Yeah. Because you get yeah. all of your nine lives then. Right. Mm. So I don't know. Something to consider. Interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, all three of those, I'm going to. Like kind of. That is very interesting. I have. Oh, oh, do you have any more? I do have two more. Okay, go go for yours because my my others didn't have anything um, to do with that. Kind of similar. Cat ghosts equal Tinkerbell. Um, I think that <laughs> Star Clan, the way that Star Clan functions, mm-hmm. 
is less that um, there were just these ancestors waiting up in Star Clan for J Paw to say you can connect to them. I think that the only way Star Clan exists is because of the belief that people put in Star Clan. I mm. think that because J Paw said, oh, you can connect to your ancestors, that made it possible for them to then connect to their ancestors and gave their ancestors the ability to remain as Star Clan, which is why I think that both uh, the forest cats and the mountain cats are from the same lineage because I don't think kitty pets can do this at all because they don't have this belief. It makes sense that Mothwing can't connect to them because she doesn't mm-hmm. believe in them. It makes mm-hmm, sense mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that um, J-Paw, as this sort of creator of Star Clan, not just like the one who opened the way to Star Clan, but created them, would be more powerful than the stars, right? Mm-hmm, like, because mm-hmm, man mm-hmm. created God. God did not create man. Yes. This is what I'm thinking. This is why I'm yes. like, this is intense. Atheist. I brought you into this world. I can take mm-hmm. you out sort mm-hmm. of situation. Yes, exactly. Yes. And also like why that. like there's kind of like the worries about them breaking from Starkland's point of view, breaking warrior code. Because if they stop believing in warrior code, Starkland will not exist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is. Cannot break the cycle. This is what I'm thinking. I like that. It's very, very interesting questions about the afterlife mm-hmm. that we're asking mm-hmm. middle graders to <laughs> contemplate. I love it. I <laughs> love it. Um, I had a couple, a couple theories that were just like, I don't know. They seem very small now. Um, but obviously the first one I was like, okay, but are these characters going to continue being our main focus in the next arc? How can this all be resolved in one book though? Um, because as we know, this is book five out of six. Uh, the sixth book I think was a little bit shorter than the fifth book even. So I was like, there's, there's no way. Um, and then I also said, I think, I think the cats will forgive squirrel flight. Perhaps she does something to prove to them, like her, her motherly mm. love for them. Like she acts as their mother in a way. Um, so, you know, maybe not bio mom, but still like she yeah. is their mom. She's their mom. Right. Yeah. Um, and then I also have a lot of questions like, what about the tiger star of it all? Mm. I had a will prediction about tiger star. Oh, good. This will lead into that then. Will he play a big part in the next book? It seems like maybe he was training Ashford too. So maybe Tigerstar just fucks around with people he thinks are strong and bitter. Like, mm. that's just kind of his whole vibe. He's like the god of angry feelings. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I said, Tiger, this is a, a bit of a long prediction. Tigerstar will return to the material plane as a ghost Tiger cat. Tigerstar will return. As a ghost cat, now that we know ghost cats are possible. Yes, there will yeah, be uh-huh. a ghost fight between him and Lion Blaze, and it will <laughs> seem like Tigerstar is going to win, but then uh-huh. one of the other sibs will save the day, probably Hollyleaf, who will be in conflict with her siblings at that point. Mm-hmm. So some some interesting thoughts in that one. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I agree. Um it's hard because we can't say too much right. on our predictions. Um, we'll, we'll discuss if we, we were know. right or not, you know, next, yes. next yeah. episode about this. But in the mm-hmm. meantime, uh, we will be returning to the finale of this arc in uh, two weeks. Um, but before that, next week we will be starting Anna's new dystopian unit with our Yay. YA dystopian selection. We'll be rereading the selection by Kira Cass. Uh, the week after that, we will be back to wrap up this arc with Warriors, uh, Power of Three, Book Six, Sunrise. Sunrise. Yes. Uh, so yeah, come on, come on by, check it out. 
in the meantime, if you have any books or units you think we should cover on the podcast, either because you think we would love them or hate them, you can tweet at us at ShelfAwareCast or email us ShelfAwareCast at gmail.com. As always, thank you to Ben Cope for the use of our theme song. You can check out his YouTube channel in our show notes below. We are also on all of your favorite podcast aggregating platforms. So if you haven't followed or subscribed to us on one of those, you definitely should. It should have been your New Year's resolution Mm -hmm. as I'm going to listen to every episode of Shelf Aware in 2023. You need to be subscribed to keep up to date, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. If you use Apple Podcasts or Spotify, we'd very much appreciate a five-star review. But if you don't, that's all right because you are allowed to talk about us anywhere on the internet you like. In the words of Aaron Hunter, everything will be all right, she encouraged the grief-stricken she-cat. Fallen leaves won't know you've gone. You're wrong, j thought. Fallen leaves will live in the tunnels for moons and moons and moons in <laughs> agony that he was abandoned. Chill the <laughs> fuck out, dude. <laughs> oh, j really loves broken leaves. Maybe uh, they're endgame. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Soup, mm-hmm. soup, 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 soup. Eat my potatoes. We have a lot to talk about when we get to that section. Please, I have please so many finish, questions. Please finish your soup before. Talking. I will. Mm-hmm. Please. <laughs> so while while all the sickness stuff is going on, <coughs> speaking of, <coughs> sorry, potato went down my throat. <laughs> um. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry, that potato's lingering in my throat. <laughs> Get out of there, potato. Get out of there, little tater. Um, <laughs> I am definitely doing a super cut at the end of this of all of the potato soup. All the potato moments. <laughs> <laughs>